Today on the podcast, we got Will Cowper from Otto Restaurant. It is a beautiful modern Italian restaurant, and this guy knows how to run a clean ship and deliver an amazing product. He's got some really cool stories about what's going on in Brisbane, what used to go on in Sydney. I think you're going to really enjoy this one. So sit back and relax and enjoy the podcast. <laughs> you ready? Will Cowper, uh, you have been in Brisbane for about five years running the wonderful restaurant Otto. I, is that, I think that means eight, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Otto is, uh, means eight. So uh, Sydney Restaurant uh, has been open for 20 years. It's actually on Area 8, number 6, Cowper Wolf Road. So in the group of restaurants that run along the wharf there, uh, it was number eight. So they called it Otto. There was also a restaurant right next door, uh, run by the same the same crew. A little bit more simple um, pizzeria style, which was called Nove. So it was Otto and Nove. Beautiful. Um, well, now we've started this podcast again because we uh, accidentally uh, made a little mistake there. But so we're going to go over some of the same questions. But Will, we're up here in Brisbane. We're overlooking the river. You've got one of the best spots, really. It's on a fourth level. Were you ever scared of coming to a restaurant that was on the fourth level? Yeah, great question. Look, when I first moved up, um, there were a lot of uh, sceptical people saying that, you know, Brisbane restaurants, they never work being uh, above ground level. Um, so, you know, first first uh, first year I was a little bit scared, but um, to be honest, in the last, you know, four years, uh, people just prefer to come up the escalators and to escape the ground level. Yeah, right. Um, now, I know uh, your menu fairly well because I have been here quite a few times, but um, I wanted to tell everyone about that beautiful beef that you do. Tell me about the beef that you do. And also in that, tell me what was the key sort of difference? Two questions here, Will. When you moved up from Sydney five years ago, when you got here, you went, ah, oh, I, I can't get this, I can't get that. What were the big challenges uh, going from Sydney to Brisbane? Uh, you- to be honest, I mean, when I first moved up here, um, trying to source local produce was was difficult. I was finding that the uh, all the local things were going direct to Sydney. Um, there was just such a bigger buying power. Um, but over you know the the last four years, the dining scene up here has definitely uh, grown, and the I guess the the, the demand um, is a lot greater. So it gives the the local um, suppliers the opportunity to to source it um, easier. I guess you'd say. You um, you also mentioned before when we when we did round one, uh, you were really welcomed up here by a lot of the chefs when you got to town. Is, is that true? Or you yeah, were, were I mean, you it's, it's such a it's such a local, um, you know, small tight knit community, and all the chefs, you know, a lot of the local ones, uh, reached out to me when I first moved up here and messaged me and you know called me on the on the landline and just said, look, welcome. If you need any information about suppliers or anything you can or can't um, get please give me a call and um, you know it's such a nice feeling to to come from Sydney and and, and be welcomed with open arms in in the industry you also said before modern Italian um, you've got a you've got a great team here um, but tell me about that beef that beef that you that I'm I'm so in love with um, tell me that story again yeah so moving up here um, again trying to source and, and 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 get some of the the premium products I mean being a fine dining restaurant, um, you know, we, we always want the best and, and, and the most premium products are, are going around. Um, and, you know, I wanted to support uh, as much the local suppliers as possible. So, you know, I worked with Prime Cuts um, at the beginning, 
to try and source uh, some Rangers Valley products and their premium products and they weren't delivering to Brisbane. It was everything was going to Sydney and was going to Vicks. Um, and so, you know, for a few emails uh, sent to, to the big bosses at Rangers Valley, just explaining my situation and, you know, what, what I believe Brisbane um, needs and trying to support Prime Cuts, they gave me the opportunity to um, brand one of their, their um, products as Otto Reserve. And it's only for Brisbane, not for Sydney, because there's not enough of it to go around, unfortunately. And it's their Marble Score 7 um, Plus. Um, so less than 1% of their entire head kill makes that grade and everything comes to us. So, you know, they, they get a body when they kill twice a week. Um, and if they get a Marble Score 7 Plus, they email me and say, what would you like from it today? Um, and I get full access to the whole animal. Um, so at the beginning, we got uh, a whole body and worked our way from head to tail. Um, and it was interesting. It was, it was hard work. Um, definitely going through all the, the cuts that most people don't want to use and, um, you know, can't use. And now we just take, you know, basically almost everything minus a few, a, a few cuts which we found didn't really work. I'm imagining a whole cow coming up the escalator right now <laughs> and you guys standing there with your knives. But no, um, yeah, so th that meat is an amazing quality and there probably wasn't anything like that happening in Brisbane because of the, the challenges that you spoke of. Um, did people just come flooding because of things like that? Well, I think it's taken um, it's taken time for, for people to realise what what restaurant we are. And you know, we are the, the top end, the premium end. Um, and so I always try and source um, premium products. Um, so it gives them an opportunity to, to get something different. They're not coming up here to, to get the same cut of beef that you can get at any restaurant. They're coming up here to get completely different things that they'll never get anywhere else in Brisbane. Um, and you know, I've taken that um, philosophy through, um, through, through, through vegetables, through seafood, um, through even even some of the you know the capers and things that I get imported from Italy. Really, um, you don't use the local capers from up the road? No. So I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, um, no. And you know, again, it's the same thing. It, it, it's 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 putting together a menu and, and using a great um, source of locally um, sourced products and also imported. We are a modern Italian restaurant. Yeah. Um, and. Sometimes, uh, you know, it hurts me to say it, but sometimes the Italians do it better than, than you know the, what? the it Australians. Absolutely <laughs> is fine. And you know what? The truth is, um, we've got to celebrate as much local as we can. But, you know, when we're people are coming and they're going to enjoy something, I think it's perfectly fine to have some stuff that's from a great producer or a great hundred year tradition or a thousand year tradition that is coming from the people that know it best. And there's nothing really wrong with that. Yeah, we're getting better and better at what we're doing, but you know, what are we? How many years in since the Italians arrived? What are we, 50, 60? You know, we're still, we're still getting there and a lot of that stuff's coming through, but, and we're getting better and better and, and not even Italian people making Italian stuff now. So I, I really support you on that and I don't mind that, you know, like I know that, you know, other, oh, Hellenic, they get their olives from, you know, you know like other people do things yeah. the, the same reason. So I think there is a lot of pressure on us as suppliers and everything, it's local, 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 but for, same for me. Sometimes the local cauliflower is shit. Yeah. So I want to make sure that you've got a white, full, fair weight, good value for money type product. So we want to make sure that, you know, when we, we can't do the local, that'll end up somewhere else. But And that's okay, it'll still be used. But um, 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm on board with your philosophy. You said a few guys uh, reached out to you. Who was it that reached out to you when you first got to town? Can you remember that long um, ago? Yeah, well, look, uh, Javier from Motor. Yeah. yeah. Um, he called through the landline and was one of the first. Uh, Jake Nicholson yeah. um, from Blackbird. Um, geez, who else was there? There was there was um, another few, but as I said, it was so long ago now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, people have come and gone. So you become a real, um, you know, a real staple of the the food scene up here. And a lot of the guys that I talk to um, in town say, you know, they they hold you in high regard. And I can see why. You know, the, the restaurant's great. Tell me about your wonderful, wonderful team that you've got in the kitchen here, because I know there's a couple of standouts. Some of them are my favourites. Yeah, look, I mean, I've, I have been very lucky in the last uh, four years and, you know, everyone uh, talks about how hard it is to retain staff, but, I mean, I've I've gone through a few, but definitely not as many as, as most. And um, I really believe that's come down to, you know, being, being respectful, um, you know, treating them all like family. We all work, uh, you know, long hours together. Um, definitely not as long uh, anymore. Um, we've cut the hours back um, quite quite considerably in the last few years, which has been great. That's a healthy thing that people are doing a lot more of, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. And I, you know, I think it's work life balance. Um, so you know, we're at 40, uh, 40 hours a week, um, which is you know, for 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 a restaurant is 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 so low. Um, but you know, it definitely gets the. The most out of the staff while they're here. Yeah. Um, but you know, as I said, I've got some 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 great ones in there at the moment. Um, Gianna is um, my head pastry chef, who she's come on board in the last six months. Um, I've actually had a sponsored um, a sponsored kid who moved up from Sydney with me, um, John Andrea. Um, he's been with me since day one. Um, and you know, I, I, when I first moved up here, I did get a lot of the Stokehouse. Um, crew that had been there for four or five years and, and yes, wanted right. a change. Yeah. Um, you know, I had my junior Sue, um, who was the uh, Sue over there, who came across. Um, uh, my, uh, my my sous chef, which was with me for three or four years. Hey, the music on cue. That's all good. Leave it, leave it. <laughs> Is it that? No, we're going to do it. So you were saying before that the music normally comes on when you walk in. Is that? Is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you've got a great team. You've you've managed to. You know, how long did it take you to get the forty-hour thing? Because I think um, it's a great expectation to have, and a lot of pressure gets put on businesses to to do that. And I think the overtime and all the, you know, all those extra things that we're we're all making sure we pay properly um, can be can be uh, a challenge. So how long does it take? You know, because initially. In our culture, and I'm, you're younger than me, but um, uh, being a chef in my day, it was work one million hours, see yeah. how long you could stand up for, and don't cut yourself. Yeah, like, I mean, and, and the industry has changed, and I definitely, you know, when it first, uh, when we first brought everything back, I was a little bit skeptical myself, because I'm, I'm a little bit old school as well, where you're right, you know, you work until you, you can't work anymore, and then you, you sleep on your, your one day off, and <laughs> you sleep all day, and then you come back and you do it again. Yeah, um, great for relationships. But yeah, great for relationships, <laughs> great, for, great for a social life. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, for, I first thought, you know, it's not, it's not good for the, you know, for the kitchen team, for the brigade, they need to be here longer. But, um, you know, over time, I've really realised that, you know, getting the most out of your staff in those 40 hours has just improved so much. Um, they're definitely happier. Um, they're coming in, you know, with more energy. 
Um, and you know, yes, we've had to put on extra staff to to get that those hours down there, but uh, it, it it's it's doable. A few uh, a little while ago, before COVID, I rang you up, and you're in Italy, and you're nice enough to answer and tell me you're away. Um, how often do you get over there? Is that where you get your inspiration from? Like, uh, yeah. Well, look, uh, I mean, I, the last time I was over there was probably about six, seven years ago. Oh, really? Um, when I rang you recently? So, yo, no, correct. That was the time before. Oh, so, right, I, okay. so you know, last year it was it was an opportunity where I said, um, you know, I have been working up here for for quite a while, and it is good to get over there and see what it is that they're doing. Um, we are a, a modern Italian restaurant, um, so you know, to get some, uh, I guess inspiration from what it is that they're doing um, so you know I spent a lot of time up in in, in north northern Italy um, uh, which is you know where we're sort of pushing our um, cuisine to be it's more northern Italian inspired um, especially with the weather what it is up here in Queensland uh, so I went over with one of uh, my suppliers who imports a lot of um, products from uh, over in Italy and uh, yeah, spent spent three weeks there just eating and drinking and visiting visiting um, producers and you know some of the producers drinking. that I actually use. I play too much <laughs> drinking. <laughs> I, I definitely came back with the shakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. So you, you, you're, we're talking about um, your, your healthy, you know, forty hours a week. Um, you know, what what do you do to, to stay healthy? Because you're a skinny chef, man. I don't know if I can trust you. Yeah, they, they, they say <laughs> never trust. They say never trust a skinny chef. <laughs> but uh, you're healthy. You're a healthy size. Like. Yeah. Oh, well, look. I mean, I, I look for me. I still put in the hours that need to be to need to work. You know, for me, it's my reputation. It's my name. So if if, if I need to be here, I'm here. Um, and I'm I'm never a person that. You know, works the 38 hours and says, see you later, I put in, you know, 110%. And I think in the last four years, it really has shown, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the face. And, you know, I spend a lot of time um, for regularly. If I'm, off, if I'm off in the nighttime and I know there's a few regulars, I'll generally hang around, um, do a little bit of work and then make sure I go out and see them. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's very much a, um, I guess we, we, we've, we've called it, you know, I treat this restaurant like it's my own. And that's exactly how I would do it if, if I was um, the owner. And, you know, I think that's really, really important. Uh, but for me, um, you know, I go to the gym, uh, personal trainer, a couple of days a week. Um, I walk to work, so I'm living in Newstead. You know, walk pretty much every morning unless I'm on, you know, some, some long hours. Then I'll, I'll, you know, catch an Uber home, um, play a lot of golf. So you know, in the last uh, three months, being in, being in lockdown, I played pretty much every day. Really, um, you do yeah. have a very good suntan, is that? Yeah. <laughs> There's a few people who said to me recently, you know, how you're living on the Gold Coast. So I was like, what does that mean? But uh, apparently, yeah, it's it is a golf tan though. So I, it, I, when I do have my shirt off, it looks like I'm wearing a white t-shirt. Yeah, the sock tan, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where's your, um, where's your little, you know, it's probably downstairs at uh, the Remen place, but is it, where's your little place that you like to go and go, you know what, I'm just going to go and have my, my lunch by myself, have uh, some noodles, or where's your favourite pizza place? Where's your place where you go to eat? Um, I frequent in, uh, well, obviously living in uh, Tenerife, uh, Newstead, I go to Beccafino. Oh, it's, like, it's like it's like it's like my home away from home. Oh, really? That's honestly, it's, uh, I'm there two, three times a week. Um, and you know, I, I think one of the best things with them is you know, yes, the food is 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 always consistent. Pizza is amazing, 
but the actual staff are incredible. I know. They are my, honestly... My wife and I eat there once a week. It's our, it's our favourite place, which I can't officially say. But I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It Second favourite. <laughs> because um, like I don't go to Julius and uh, Anthony's always like, why don't you come over here? I go, eh, I can't get a bike over there. You know, I can't be bothered. You know? Alex said the same thing. He was in the other night and he said, you know, all this time you never came to us <laughs> once. And I said, look, I, 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 I think... You know, going to Beccafino is the same. It's, you know, yeah, same yeah. owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but for me, it's, you know, very much that side. And, yeah. and you know, Julius is over there. It's not that I, I have, I, I do go there, but, you know, I, it's walking distance to, to Beccafino. So, I, you know, it, it, it's easy. Do you get the gelato as well? Uh, no, actually, no. no. Oh, yeah, of course you don't. To, Look at to, your skinny. To, to, be, <laughs> to be honest, it's, uh, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not a, when I dine out, I'm not a dessert. Um, a dessert man. I'm, I'm more savoury, so you know I'll have cheese if I'm going to to a nicer restaurant. Um, but you know, for me, it's you know, entree pizza or entree, and you know, uh, the fish of the day is always good there. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's always the real good staples that you that you lock onto. Paolo's like, oh, you're getting fat, Graham. Why did you have the fish? And I'm like, <laughs> who know, who can say that to someone? Like, at the moment, I'm a customer, man. <laughs> Paulo, Paulo doesn't hold back. Let no, me tell you, middle yeah. of service, you can be swearing. It's, it, it's in Italian. It, it, no exactly. One else, no one else understands, <laughs> which is perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, it is a really nice environment. I think they've caught a great market. They did well through COVID, you know, with the takeaway stuff. Um, you know, which is yeah. Good. Uh, how did you guys go through that? Just quickly. I don't want to. I, I don't like talking about it anymore. But just quickly, how did you? Uh, you obviously closed. We closed. Yeah. yeah so yeah. for us, um, so as a group, golf. as as a group and as a brand, we decided that it wasn't worthwhile to to try and just keep things going. So uh, better off to just close the doors, shut up shop until we were ready to to come back. And um, to be honest, I didn't think it was going to you know happen until September. Mm. So you know, coming back uh, June, mid June, um, has been an absolute blessing. Uh, so three months, I mean, you're never going to get three months off. You never get three months off in a row in this industry ever. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people did take it on board and took that time to really unwind and, and Have relax. Have you children? No kids. No kids. No. Didn't even get a chance to meet them. No, okay. <laughs> um, so your wife would have been happy? Was she off? Uh, she was working in the hotel, so oh, okay. um, they took a lot of the so quarantine that's people. You, that's why you're good. So that's why I got to play a lot of golf, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was no one saying, where are you today? Or why aren't you coming home? It was like, you know, I was just every day, it was wake up, play golf, yeah, yeah. come back, cook dinner. Yeah. Um, and then just repeat. So we had a lot of young chefs listening to this uh, who always, you know, wanted to find out, you know, stuff. Any advice for young people coming to the industry? I think it's really good that you're talking about the 40-hour thing. That's even possible now because it definitely wasn't even a thing for me or you probably when you were younger. So uh, that's a positive thing. Do you recommend this as a, as a career? Yeah, 100%. Look, uh, you, you know, back in the day, and I mean, even, you know, coming through the last 10 years, you know, you see so many apprentices come through the ropes and they just don't last the... <laughs> The three or four year apprenticeship um, because they just work to the bone. Yeah. Um, so now with the hours that they are, you know, it, it's such a great industry to be a part of. Um, it's actually accessible. You know, you find the restaurants that you know work the hours that you want to to work. Um, you still have a social life outside of it. Um, and I think you know the industry is changing because it's a lot nicer. Mm. Um, back in the day, you know, I was yelled at, I was abused, um, sworn at. You know, you name it. Um, whereas now it's you know it's actually getting the most out of all the staff and, and, and nurturing them 
um, getting them through and realising that, that it is a great industry and it's worthwhile putting in those three or four years. And um, I definitely think, you know, you need passion. Without passion, you know, it's, it's pointless. Where did that come from for you? Where did your passion come from? Was this a childhood memory? Your mum yeah. cooked a well, beautiful egg? My, my, my mum's side of the family is all Greek. Um, so, you know, I remember when I was really young, um, you know, sitting on uh, my Yaya's um, tabletop at, 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 at her place and she was an amazing cook. Um, you know, made everything from scratch, you know, pastries, um, you name it. And I always used to remember sitting there and, you know, she, mum would drop me off in the afternoons and sometimes, you know, she would pick us up from school and we'd just go over there and it was all food related. All our family events, all our functions were all, you know, getting together and just eating. Um, and, you know, I remember uh, my papu who used to have one of those half uh, egg, uh, it was like a, a drum that he used to fill with coal and, you know, cooking on the coals and, you know, that sort of thing just, I don't know, just, just, just gets me excited. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where my passion came from. And, you know, with, with food, um, you know, why it, it's, it's about sharing and getting people together. And, you know, that's what, you know, I'm a feeder. Mm. Um, I love to see people happy from, you know, eating the food that, that, that we produce. Such a skill. Why is it so hard to get it right at home sometimes? Look, you know, they say a poor tradesman always blames their tools. <laughs> I think it's really tough sometimes at home yeah. because of the, the equipment. Yeah, yeah. Um, the space, you know, I, I find I, I'm, I'm, I'm a worse cook at home because I, I'm used to so much space and used to having the best of everything. And when I go home, I've got a shitty stove. Excuse my language. <laughs> no, I've got, I got a shitty stove. Um, you know, I've got no space and yeah. I just feel crammed. And when you feel crammed and you just, I don't know, everything just tightens up. So when I'm at home, I definitely cook more simple. Um, I know that you're like uh, very organized. Like you open the kitchen here so I can see your mise en place is just ridiculously straight lines. Is that a part of your personality? Are you a messy cook at home or a lovely straight line cook? No, I'm, 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 I'm definitely a, a, f a freak of nature when it comes to things like that. You know, I've had people walk into my cool room and they just go, holy shit, like it's just so organised, it's so perfect. I've got a bit of OCD. Um, and, you know, I mean, it, one of the biggest things is having that open kitchen, it's got to look spotless, yeah. it's got to look perfect yeah. um, because you're on show. Uh, but definitely I've got a bit of OCD about everything being perfect and in its place and um, I'm definitely the same at home. Beautiful. Now, do you drag the pasta from the pot into the sauce or is that going to make a mess? How OCD are you? <laughs> no, 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 I don't mind. I don't mind a little bit of mess. That's all right. Look, messy cooking, you know, in terms of, you know, when you're tossing the pan and things, yeah. you're always going to have a yeah. little bit of splashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, when it comes to mise en place, when it comes to, to preparing the meal, I'm exactly the same. I have all the ingredients put together into little bowls and... Unfortunately, it takes three three loads of dishes to, to do one meal because I'm using so many things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's perfect. Beautiful. Um, what is your favourite vegetable? Oh. And you can you can have multiple because I understand that they change throughout the year. Yeah. Well, I was about to say it's just difficult. I mean, at the moment, um, Jerusalem artichokes are probably up there in in my favourites. Um, oh, mushies. I love slippery jacks. Beautiful. I some just, in the market today. Yeah, well, yeah, I did get some today. Beautiful. I yeah. did. Um, uh, what else is there? Is there? 
Um, look, I'm a big fan of cauliflower. Ah. Big, big fan. You know, you can do so many things with it. It's, it, it, it is a lot of fun. It's a starch. I mean, anything you can do with a potato, you can do with a cauliflower, yeah? Correct. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, they're a few of my few of my favourites at the moment. So you know we do the home boxes now. You're gonna have to write a recipe for cauliflower now. That's how. That's a trick question. You tell me what your favorite. <laughs> well, look, and, and you know, bringing talking about those home boxes, it's just so amazing to see what has evolved with with this virus. Yeah. And people, you know, the amount of uh, you know home boxes I got sent while I was, you know, all, all for free. All people that are just like, you know, you're going through a horrible time here. Mm. Have this. Um, you know, Fino was a big one as well, and um, you know, Prime Cuts were like, "Here, have have a couple of kilos of meat, and you know, look after yourself." Yeah, I was actually. I think we were doing the boxes. One of our drop-off points was Fino. Yeah, and they had all their packs up that they were giving people. And I, I was getting there to do the box collection. I'm eating the cheese, and I'm just going, "Michael, I love you. <laughs> this stuff is fantastic." So, yeah, we're actually got his cheese in our boxes too now. Uh, Plug, plug, that's the boxes, Sunkush. No, no, <laughs> um, yeah, what else can we ask uh, this gentleman? We're talking about Fish fine. Factory before. Oh, uh, yeah, Fish Factory. Tell me how much you love Chris and Andrew. Andrew, yeah, I haven't yeah. met Andrew, I haven't yeah. met Chris. So, Chris and Andrew um, are great. Look, when I first moved up, um, it took me probably about a year before I got onto them. Um, I was getting everything from Sydney um, and I was getting it, you know, flown up or shipped up. And it was just getting too hard, you know, you have to be two days ahead, um, one day ahead. I still do buy a little bit from Sydney, um, from from Jules at Giotto, but the majority of my local stuff all now comes from Andrew and Chris at Fish Factory. And they are, in the last few years, they've just gone from strength to strength. And what they're able to get, um, they are definitely some of the leaders here in, in Brisbane and watching them grow, for, you know, I've, like I said, I've been with them for probably three and a half years now. Watching them grow has just been absolutely amazing. I live in Wilston and I drive there across the river, across that shitty bit of traffic around like whatever that is over there and to, to go over there. It's... Yeah, and I think one of the things is they're evolving with the industry. Um, the industry uh, itself is, you know, as I said, more restaurants are opening and there's more demand for, for, for different um, and more exciting fish. And, you know, they've got Chris Bolton, who's who's a single fisherman who goes out and literally catches and then sends it that day. Mm. Um, and, you know, little things like that is, you know, is what makes, you know, supporting the local fishermen. Um, you know, I, I get champagne lobster um, from them. Uh, scarlet prawns, you know, you name oh, it, they're really... How good are they? Uh, how come we didn't know about this 10 years uh, ago? Well, the because, because they're a bycatch. I know. So, to be honest, most people thought that they were just rubbish. Well, it's just big it's, red thing. It's, it's, exactly, right, exactly. It's, uh, no one's going to want to <laughs> eat that. Um, and it's amazing to see that even now, more so, they're actually now... Uh, it was a bycatch, but in the last few years, there's such a demand for it in the industry. That all the restaurants are, are buying up on it now they're actually going to go out and fish it um, purposely because it's lower isn't it that deep yeah, deep, yeah, deep, yeah, yeah deep sea so yeah i walked in on the judging because i was taking um some tropical fruit in for the judging for the delicious magazine with jake and a few of the other guys and i got to uh i sat down at the same time to turn my volume up I sat down at the table when the guys were judging all the seafood. They said, "Come and come and join." There's actually plenty here, so come and help. You know, not yeah. help us. I didn't get a chance to judge, obviously, but uh, I just got to enjoy the food. I just finished lunch. 
big spaghetti bolognese homemade that I went there and I must have sat with the guys for like an hour trying their scallop prawns. I'd never had them before. They blew my mind. They are they are amazing. They are pretty special. And better raw as well. Really? Yep. Stop it. Better raw. Yeah, 100%. I, I think if, if, if a person hasn't been here before, they're, they're crazy not to be here. You're definitely on top of my recommendation list for to sending friends to. And um, I, I think you do do a fantastic job. Um, which goes without saying, I think it's come across in this uh, this chat as well. We've mainly spoken about, about food, where a lot of the time we end up going off track a little bit and talking about other stuff. But um, I love that you got your passion from your whole family. It really does rep, you know come through in, in, the, in the food. What, what's that? Yeah, we... we um, so um, this podcast is going to come out uh, on Sunday and um, yeah I think it's going to get eaten up well so I really do appreciate you being a part of uh, our little podcast and if people want to people they can find you on Instagram they want to maybe young people want to ask you a question or something is that, is that, is that okay is yeah of course you know, you 100% or? you know I get, I get so many um, more so these days you know questions about you know when I even if I post something about food it's like how did you do that and I'm more than happy to you know there's, there's no secrets there is in this industry there definitely you know, is no secrets we've got a you know we've, we've got a if, if someone's interested um, you know that that's the important thing so Will what is your Instagram um, at Will Cowper and uh, what is in the oh, no, restaurant obviously um Beautiful. I think that wraps us up, mate. Awesome. You're, Thanks, Graham. You're, you're an absolute gentleman, and you've always been nothing but nice to me. I really appreciate knowing you, and um, yeah. Thanks. And I appreciate your support too, Graham. It's been, yeah, it's always good. Beautiful. Thank you, mate. Thank you.